Welcome to Girl Talk with Kay. From interviews into a talk show, we've evolved into a podcast. Join us for genuine conversations with trailblazing women on balancing it all while making waves. This is Girl Talk with Kay. Thanks for tuning in. The present is woman. The present. Hello, everyone. I have a special guest with me today, Aisha. Uh, She's been one of my good friends for some time now, and I just had to have her on the podcast. Um, So today's topic, we'll be just talking about therapy. Uh, just for, you know, women, millennials, and um, Christians, and um, just women of color. And yeah, Aisha, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, everyone. Um, Kaylin, thank you so much for having me on your show. Sure. I'm so honored. You're so silly. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So I am Aisha Cunningham. Um, I go by AC the Therapist on um, social media. I have been a school counselor um, for at least three years now, and I've also been practicing um, as a therapist for the past two years. Um, I went to Wayne State, got my bachelor's in psychology, and then I went off to get my master's in counseling at U of D Mercy. Um, I didn't know that's what I wanted to do, Um, getting my bachelor's in psychology. I just knew that I wanted to work with youth, and I wanted kind of always help women see their worth. And so I decided to go this route. And that's a little bit about me. <laughs> you are silly, girl. You are silly. Um, so I definitely want Aisha to come on the podcast because, um, like myself, I've been um, I've been going to therapy um, since I was probably a um, sophomore in college. Um, I stopped going, and then I got back going because, like, I was like, I need to talk to somebody to mm-hmm. kind of help me out. Um, because I know a lot of times, like, you know, your friends are your therapist, you know, you can vent, you can do that, but, like, no, I actually need someone who does not have this biased opinion of myself, Absolutely. and I need just someone who can just tell me the real rather than, like, sugarcoating things, mm-hmm. um, so I just, I think therapy is an amazing thing, especially being a millennial, being a woman of color, and just being a Christian, and I know, um, like, even in the Christian community, like, why are you going there? You got Jesus. Well, Jesus sent doctors here as well. Okay. So, I mean, to help with your physical. So, I believe that he blessed. Yes. So, I believe <laughs> that he blessed. I mean, he blessed um, people in just different um, skill sets to help help his people to navigate life um, differently. And, you know, he blessed us with the Holy Spirit. And I just feel like, yeah, like, why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you want that extra clarity um of your life or you know your purpose or whatever thing that you have going on in your life to um yeah just for clarity Mm -hmm. yeah so what made you want to be a therapist I know you said at first you're like I wasn't planning on this Mm -hmm. route but (laughs) you just kind of end up getting into it yeah so originally um I went to school of course like I don't want to say most people go to school to do this, but you know, it's the, it's the big three. I want to be an engineer. I want to be a doctor. I want to be a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And mine was, um, I want to be a doctor because I just wanted to heal people. <laughs> um, so I'm going to find all these cures to diseases and everybody's going to walk around healthy. That was my goal, but I didn't recognize that God wanted me to heal differently. Mm, that's good. Um, not in terms of medicine or, you know, through biology or anything like that, but through the mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've always had uh, aura, I 
I guess you could say, of of that kind of therapeutic nature. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Where people would consistently um, come to me or feel comfortable um, talking about things that they weren't necessarily open to other people with. Mm-hmm. Um, I was constantly put in a position to be a mentor to like other girls in school. And it's something I fought for a really long time <laughs> because I'm like, well, I don't make no money doing this. Or, you know, is this really what I'm supposed to do? Right. I feel like I'm supposed to go this route. And it will always come back. It was like a burning sensation, like inside, like a passion, right? That you just could not put out. Um, and so in between finishing undergrad and starting my grad program, um, God does everything in order, right? Yes, he does. Um, and so I started at a school. I said I never work at an elementary school. And God was like, ha ha, yes you will. Um, and <laughs> I worked at an elementary school. I was a paraprofessional. Um, I'm like, okay, I know I'm supposed to do something with kids, but I'm also, I also know I'm supposed to do something with women. I don't know what to do. So I met, um, a colleague of mine, her name is Tara Kim. Hey, Tara. Um, hey girl. And she was a paraprofessional as well, but she was in the grad program at U of D. And she was like, you know, you should come to this open house. I see how good you are with kids. Mm -hmm. Um, and for some reason, the ones with that were experiencing the most trauma, I'll say, the mm-hmm. draw to me. And so um, she was like, you should come to this open house. So I went, and I was just like, yes, I think I want to do this. But I was nervous because yeah, it just seemed like it would take a lot to get into the program. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I had to, you See, know. trying to be lazy. Right, trying, trying to be, trying to be, trying to fight it Trying still. to fight it. And, um... I went, met the person who was um, over the school counseling track. She was a director for school counseling, and she looked like me. And that was something that was huge to me because I had never met a black woman in this type of role, being a director mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. at a university mm-hmm. in counseling. Like, it was a big deal to me. Um, so I went in, got in, basically, long story short, um, and fell in love with the fields, fell in love with being that behavioral emotional support for students. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just sometimes you don't realize why you, you were challenged with certain things or why you had to go through certain situations or circumstances. Right. Um, and for me, now I can see like, okay, God, that makes sense. Even some t- some of the things that we go through are self-inflicted sometimes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it also has helped me in working with women okay. in terms of, you know, figuring out their worth, navigating through life transitions, things of that sort. Mm-hmm. So this gives me fulfillment. That is why. I love that. I am a therapist. Yes. So <laughs> would you call yourself a Christian therapist? I would call myself a therapist who happens to be a believer. Okay, okay. Um, because everyone that I help may not be going down the same route spiritually. Gotcha. However, I am being used in this position. Mm-hmm. So they don't even know <laughs> sometimes that it's not, it's not me. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's really not me. It's 
position that God has put me in and using me right. to heal other people. I love that. That's dope. And I think, um, you know, it's so funny because whenever I literally ask, like, somebody who, um, when I was, like, searching for a therapist, like, are you a Christian? Are you a believer? Like, that matters so much to me <laughs> because, like, it's something different when it comes to who you're getting this information from, mm-hmm. right? And is your insider studies based off the world or is it based off something else? Like, mm-hmm. is it based off of, okay, I see that I see, like, in the um, the physical and in the spiritual. So mm-hmm. I can tap into both. I think that's super important um, just for me. Mm-hmm. And then just, you know, making sure the person looks like me mm-hmm. so I can, you know, have that connection in that feel. Um, I think it's so important. And I feel like a lot of a lot of believers and even um, people of color, we feel like I'm not about to go see a shrink. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I got to lay down and lay down and this white man or white woman is going to tell me this and that. Like they can't tell me nothing about mm-hmm. my past or what I've been going through. But there are black therapists out there who mm-hmm. look like you and they're practicing and you just have to, you know, find them, you know, research and Google whatever you have to do, ask for referrals and just trying to make that be intentional about that absolutely yeah and so um who do you like who are your main clients that you see on a um, daily basis so i serve uh, women of color okay and i also serve um children and adolescents of color mm. um so the youngest i see um the age group that i see is five all okay. the way up to 19 okay and then for women 20 to about 45 okay okay and can you kind of predict as to who do you feel needed the most? Honestly, I, my own personal opinion, mm-hmm. um, I just believe who, there's like no stipulation on age okay. or gender or, I just choose to see women. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of children and adolescents, I see boys and girls. Okay. Um, I don't think there is technically a specific group that needs it more. Okay. Um, I feel like with any traumatic experience or even if you're just coming to gain clarity just to talk about some things that, you know, are on your on your mind, mm-hmm. um, then seek, seek, you know. Wise counsel. Yeah, wise counsel. Hey, hey. <laughs> and go see a therapist. Um, but I don't think there's like a specific group that needs it more. Okay. Um, now, in terms of a specific group who may feel a certain way about therapy, okay, something different, okay. Um, but I don't think there's like a. I feel like it's 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 okay for anybody to. Gotcha, do. gotcha. And um, do you think because I don't honestly, I don't even think my mom would even let me go see a therapist at five years old. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. why do you need to see somebody at such a young age? Mm-hmm. Um. Do you think that's, like, a, a common thought a, a, amongst, like, our community? Um, it depends. Now, usually if someone is um, being referred at that age, it's because something traumatic has happened. Yeah. It's because um, they're trying to figure out why um, behaviors have changed. Okay, okay. Um, or something along those lines. Um, or something has happened, like a parent has gotten divorced um, mm-hmm. and their child is having a hard time. Dealing with that transition. Right. Um, or they start to notice as a, as a child is getting older, like preteen, teenager, that they're dealing with self-esteem issues mm-hmm. or um, bullying or, you know, things of that sort. Mm-hmm. Um, and so 
getting back to the original question, which was, remind me again, do if basically like, do you feel as though, um, cause like I said, my, my mom wouldn't let me go to, I wouldn't say she wouldn't let me, but mm-hmm. that's like, why do you need to go to therapy mm-hmm. at such a younger age? Mm-hmm. Unless something again, traumatic has happened to you. Mm-hmm. And again, yeah, I, I think that makes a lot of sense. Your behavior has definitely shown that you need, you need some help. Yes. And then I think it may be a stigma in our community. I mm-hmm. think that's what you were asking because, mm-hmm. I mean, from back in the day, we'll, we'll go on in this house, stay in this house. Mm-hmm. It ain't nobody's business, mm-hmm. okay? So you'll be all right. You're going to wipe your face. You're going to go to class, and you're going to mind your business, and your teachers are going to mind their business, <laughs> and your counselor's going to mind her business. Um, so, <laughs> um, and so I think there's a stigma that we're embarrassed of some things that we may have experienced. Mm. Um, we don't, we're, it's like the shame that is attached to things that we've experienced. Yeah. Um, well, I grew up okay. I'm friends all just fine. So if I'm talking to my kid crazy, they're going to be okay too. Cause this is how my mama talked to me. Mm. Um, Mm-mm. so it's like a generational thing, thought process of, you know, we can handle anything. Which it's, it's like this, um, you know, you ain't dead, so right. just just keep it moving, mm. and whatever happens, happens, and you'll just be able to continue to keep carrying the weight, keep carrying the burden, as if we're superhuman, yeah. and we're not. Yeah. It's okay to feel, mm-hmm. it is okay to process, mm-hmm. it is okay to say this is not okay, Right. Yeah. so how can I maneuver through this? Mm-hmm. It is okay to seek help on how to navigate. Right. I think that's great, and that was like kind of you kind of answered my question. Okay. Right? <laughs> like, why why in our uh, why in the black community are we so reluctant to go to therapy? Mm-hmm. And I mean, you kind of did like the shame, like what goes in this house stays in this house, mm-hmm. and we've been taught that for generations. Um, mm-hmm. Do you have anything more to add to that? No, just like it, it, including the stigmas of you know black women are always angry, or that's just who we are. We gotta have a smart mouth. We gotta be guarded. We have to, you know, just take whatever comes at us. Mm-hmm. Our black men have to just be strong. They can't show no emotion. If you show emotion, you weak. You can't cry. All of this stuff. Like I had a, I had a student of mine last year when I worked in the middle school that told me just by the saying, "You don't cry." Mm. Hey, Philly, you can cry in this office because wow. it is a natural human mm, emotion. emotion. To cry. And Jesus cry. wet. Okay. <laughs> he made sure he be wet. Okay. So yes, you can. Um yes. and so it is this all of these stigmas attached to why we can't react like everyone else. Oh my gosh, that's um, so good. And it's because one <laughs> I don't know if this is going off track, but um okay. <laughs> <laughs> we have been dehumanized so much. Wow. We have been told that we're not even you know on a human level we're animals right you know so i mean right yeah i don't have room to feel because i have to worry about so many other things yeah that i can't even have natural human expression because life has taught us that we can't mm-hmm. i gotta be twice as good i gotta work twice as hard I got to do all of this stuff just to be seen as good enough wow. as everyone else. Mm. Um, so where is there room to feel? Mm. Where is there good. room to deal with what I'm dealing with, right. what I'm going through? 
Right. Um, how can I even feel like that's valid? Yeah. I think um, that's really good. Um, I've definitely, ooh, girl, felt that um, in this last position that I was in. Uh, I've been at the job for like almost two years, and um, it was an all like women's organ, uh, women's company. Mm-hmm. All of them were white. You mm-hmm. know, there were probably like myself and two other black people there. No other race really. Probably like one Asian man. Mm-hmm. And one other, um, I think she was like Latin. I couldn't tell, but she, yeah, it was very, it wasn't diverse at all. Um, and just, just having that pressure. And I guess I just never, I wasn't, ta- I wouldn't say I wasn't taught. My mom and my, my mom didn't really teach me. You have to do this twice as hard. You like, that was never like, she didn't preach that to me. Cause she, I mean, like I've, I've always been in this, in an environment where I wasn't my, like, I wasn't, I was the only one, you know what I'm saying? So it was natural for me to just kind of blend in type of thing. So I didn't feel like I had to until I got to this job. I'm like, I'm literally doing the exact same thing as my counterpartners and she's making twice as much as me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And she started after me and I have a degree Mm -hmm. and this girl can't tell you how to zip her, like it was, it was just, it baffled me like how crazy mm-hmm. this world is and how people are like I, girl that's why I had to go back to therapy I said mm-hmm. I'm having I'm literally having a, a crisis at mm-hmm. 24 years old mm-hmm. because I'm not being accepted as who God created me to be mm-hmm. and not having the opportunity to um I'm not saying release this to my parents or anything mm-hmm. like that but just having a space where I felt like I know judgments, but mm-hmm. this is how I feel. And when you do like, you know, and that's why therapy is so good because I mean, you can talk to your parents all day, but mm-hmm. they still have that. They're still at the end of the you're day, their child. you're their child, but mm-hmm. they still have something ingrained that, that, you know, that mm-hmm. their parents taught them. So at the end of the day, it's not that bad. You getting a check, right? Mm-hmm. I'm getting a check, but it's, it's compromising my, in my, my, my mind. It's compromising mm-hmm. my peace. It's compromising my health. Like, Girl, having anxiety attacks before showing up to work because mm-hmm. as soon as I hit that parking lot, I'm like, okay, Kaylin, Lord, just I need you. I need you right now because I feel it. I already know what's about to happen. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just take, allow it, feel it, and move on. But no, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to move on because I can't freaking breathe. And mm-hmm. it's because I've been in this position or I've been in this um, workspace that has treated me that I am not enough. Mm-hmm. You know, like my education wasn't enough, even though my debt says that it was, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? My, you know, God saying, you know, me just believing as a believer saying I'm all these things and my confidence was like shot. Like Jesus, you said all this about me and me being in this world, but they're not looking at me the same way that you do. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? The, The standards that I have for myself, the standards that I was brought up, they're not seeing me in that same capacity. So what am I supposed to do? Because how I want to react mm-hmm. and how she, re- girl, it's not godly. And she can react, she can react, and it's not aggressive. Mm-hmm. But when I react and I have a smart comment, or I'm not even a smart comment, but I'm going to stand up for myself, mm-hmm. it's aggression. And you're angry. And I'm angry. But no, that's, no. But it's just, girl, oh, Jesus. <laughs> yes, so I am so, um. So for, that's why I'm so for therapy. Like you need, you just need that clarity and you that need space. that space to, um, that support, mm-hmm. that emotional support to feel and to feel like you, it's safe. Mm-hmm. 
because I mean, like you can have the best family, the best support system, but you still need that space where it's no bias, no bias, no judgment, no judgment. And I think that's a lot of that. That's a lot of probably our fears as like believers or just as people of color, we're going to get judged by how we think mm-hmm. or by how, yeah, by my experience. If I tell you I'm hurting you right now, mm-hmm. are you going to, you know, you're going to hug me or you say, girl, you're going to be good. Let's, right. let's do this. Like, well, let's go out. Like, no, I need to really vent. I need to, I need some tools Absolutely. to help me in process Absolutely. and to feel. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, like you said, we haven't gotten to a point where we're like sitting, like, let's just sit and let's just feel. Mm-hmm. Let's just feel. Because mm-hmm. feeling is uncomfortable sometimes. It is. And I don't want to deal with and that. And I don't want to deal with that. And it's just easier for me to just suppress. Suppress. Yes. Facts, 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 which I've been doing for a long time too. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so um, how do you, I mean, this is, I feel like we're answering like all my questions. <laughs> how do you feel like our community handles um, life transitions or traumas? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, what has been our perspective as color, mm-hmm. as color people? Um, so, I feel like, you know, just bringing up that suppression again, it's so, it's so easy to pick up other habits okay. that are not healthy, mm-hmm. like drinking, sex, um, smoking, smoking um, indulging in wild behaviors, eating. or it could eating. Or it could be emotionally spending, um, mm-hmm. trying to keep up with the Joneses, trying to um, put on facades like we're actually happy. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. let me put this highlight reel on my Instagram right. um, to make sure everybody knows that I'm good. Mm. Um, but we don't deal. And I think that we don't heal because we don't like the way our thoughts feel. We don't like the pain that it brings. Mm-hmm. The hurt that's there, now I have to deal with it if I sit with it. Right. If I talk about it, that means it actually it happened. happened. Mm-hmm. Um, if I talk about it, that means I'm actually being put in a position to address it. And I don't know what life looks like outside of trauma. Wow. I don't know what life looks like actually having peace. Wow. I only know dysfunction, and so that's what I'm going to be comfortable in. So I don't really know what freedom really looks like mm-hmm. um or what life what life would look like if I was actually free from this so I'll just sit with it that's what I know mm. um and sometimes when you go to therapy when you're put in a position to one you already made a step because you're about to talk to a stranger right because you, <laughs> <laughs> you don't know and unfortunately some people have had not so great experiences. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I still encourage you to go. Find somebody until it's the right fit for you. Because right. it is a right fit for you um, when you find that person. Um, but it it causes us to, now I have to talk to somebody I don't know. And I don't really know how this is going to go. I know they say they don't judge, but they're not looking at me like I'm crazy. Wow. If I really express how I feel or if I really say I got molested at five mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and now I'm struggling with <clears throat> now I'm struggling with sexuality mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. now I don't want nobody to touch me, now I don't trust nobody and all of it stems from this traumatic experience. Um and, and this is coming from someone I'm very transparent. Like, I'm transparent with everybody. <laughs> Probably too transparent sometimes. Um, but 
because I had something traumatic that happened to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and although I know what the process is because, you know, I'm a therapist. Right. Um, it was still a moment that I had to address. Mm-hmm. And when I addressed it, I had to relive what I went through. Right. Which is very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Which caused me to have an anxiety, a moment of anxiety and obsession. Um, I had to, I felt like I was there again. Mm. Um, but I know and I knew going to therapy was going to push me to address those things, mm-hmm. some deeper rooted things. Right. Um, and also, it caused me to work through it. And what I don't think some people understand is healing is work. Yeah. It is work. Gonna say it another time, it's work. <laughs> um, <laughs> and sometimes that is the work that we do not want to do. Mm-hmm. We don't want to do the work. Right. And because because it's an it's uncomfortable work. process, yeah, and we don't know how long that process is going to take. Be. Yeah, facts, facts. That's good. Um, and I really want this is this is something that just kind of came up. People, from my experience, from what I heard, like if I have not been in such a traumatic experience, such mm-hmm. as being molested at a younger age, mm-hmm. I don't need it. Mm-hmm. But you like. But you you do, because (laughs) that's not the only traumatic experience that can happen to Mm -hmm. someone. It can be death. Mm -hmm. It can be seeing someone getting shot. Mm -hmm. It could be you just, you know, work, work, work is stressful, or just like just balance. Yeah, it's it's it. Honestly, like it's just a place where just gaining clarity and just working and healing. It's that that process, Mm -hmm. right? Like it's growing as an individual. Um, into who you are, into who you're becoming. Like, don't feel like this has, it has to be like something so big and like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. For you to just have to go like, no, healthy people go to healthy. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like you work out, you go to the doctor, you need to work out your spiritual and your physical, everything Mm -hmm. mental and everything. Like you have to treat your body, your temple, this, this, this temple that God has given us, you have to take care of it. Mm -hmm. Who said that he did not say, I need you to take care of your mind as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I need you to take. I need you to take care of your spirit. Mm-hmm. And you want you working out all these time. I need you to take care of your mind because you're not mentally there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Your relationships are a mess. You know you can't commit to anything. Like mm-hmm. you need to work those things out. Um, yeah, and I was just like, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. I I and I've I've heard that so many times. Like therapy is not just for you to go for some tra- trauma. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's it's a process. It's healing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's getting over that heartbreak. Yes. Whatever. Heartbreak Whatever is. heart. It could be yeah. a relationship. It could be the loss of a job. Like or your fa- like your parents. Like mm-hmm. you just never know your grandparents. However that may look for you. Yes. Um, do you? <laughs> this is funny too. Do you feel as though uh, therapy is spiritual? I do. Okay. Um, because I feel like everything is spiritual. <laughs> As a believer, um, we know that we're not battling flesh and blood. Right. But we are battling spiritual things, mm-hmm. generational curses. Yeah. 
Um, I struggle with anxiety. My mom did. My grandma did. Mm-hmm. Her mama did. Um, it has been something that has gone on in mm-hmm. my family, and although it may not be as bad as the women before me, mm-hmm. uh, because I got a praying mama, and she felt like, now I drew a line in the sand, like, it's not going to hit you like it hit me. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I have it as bad as her, but it is still something that I struggle with. Mm-hmm. But knowing that this is something that's been generational right, um, gives me something to, it allows me to fight back in a different way. Right. Because we've addressed that this is something that our family has dealt with. Right. Um, addiction is also something that is um, spiritual. Spiritual. Yes. Um, this, this, diff, just this combat of the mind, because when the enemy can get your mind, he has your life yeah. at that point. Mm-hmm. Because we do everything out of what we think, mm-hmm. um, out of what we don't think. Right. If that makes sense. Things that we don't think all the way through emotional responses instead of um, wise choices. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, So I do think that um, coming to therapy and dealing with mind issues Mm -hmm. is spiritual. Mm -hmm, It mm -hmm. is. Um, Whether you may be a spiritual person or not, there is that deeper rooted issue is stemming from something. Right. And that is stemming from something that you're battling with internally. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we are spiritual beings. Yes. Um, so I definitely do think it's spiritual. Spiritual. Mm-hmm. Um, I can, and I can even attest to you, like, I, I like, I think I was talking to you about this earlier. Like, there's certain things in me that I'm like, I don't remember me feeling this type of way. I don't know why I have these characteristics, but there's something that has been there, but I just don't know how to put a name to it. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like there is certain things that I've like, I probably have like, I get angry or I don't care about certain things as much, but I'm like nothing. I don't, I can't recall certain things happening to me Mm -hmm. um, or me dealing with certain things. So it's, I don't know where it came from, but it's there. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So not being able to identify this is so past, like, you know, again, the flesh and Mm -hmm. what we've experienced on a, like on a physical level, but like, this is where has my spirit been or what are some things that has been passed down to me? Mm -hmm. Because I, I'm not the person to, um, experience sadness on mm-hmm. such a deep level, experience depression mm-hmm. on such a deep level, or just being so, not even emotional, but just being so, um, which is nothing wrong being emotional at all. Mm-hmm. Um, please do that. But <laughs> please be very in tune with your emotions. But as far as like um, getting in, a, in the place at a certain time frame, like my mom um, lost her mother at the same age mm-hmm. as I am right now, 24. Mm-hmm. And I was having a conversation with her. I'm like, girl, this was like last year. Um, so I was living with my parents. I was like, girl, how did you raise, how how did you even feel like you were equipped enough to raise a child mm-hmm. at 24 years old, about to be 25? But like at this age right now, I don't know what I would do or could do without you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, what are some things that you have to go through because of, she wasn't there yeah. and that you probably had to pass down to me because you didn't have that covering or you didn't have that person. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, deep, super deep. Um, and, and do you, uh, how do you think Christians view, not even view therapy, but do you think Christians feel like they need therapy? 
Just I'm just putting it out. Do you Listen, think we feel like? Do you think we feel like we need therapy? I feel like there are groups of believers that feel like do what you got to do. Like do what you need to do for you. Okay. Um, do what you're led to do. Mm-hmm. And then there are some that feel like. You know, well, you got God, so you know what. Um, what else do you need? And it's not to say that we don't need God. We absolutely. I, I can't function without Him. Like I know that for a fact. Yeah. But I also know that He's placed people in my life and tools in my life mm-hmm. to get me to where He needs me to go. Yes. Um, I absolutely love my therapist. Okay. Um, she is the bomb. <laughs> she is also a believer. And because I gave her the green light to like, we can use scripture, we can use, mm-hmm. um, you know, talk about God, however, whatever you feel led to say to me, I'm giving you permission to do that. Right. Um, so we have that relationship where she get me together real quick, okay? <laughs> um, and she'll be able, she can call me out on some stuff. Mm-hmm. She can say, well, I need you to read this this week um, mm-hmm. or focus on this, on this scripture. Um, and how it can intertwine with X, Y, and Z. Okay. Um, so you have people that operate in the spirit um, in therapy. Mm-hmm. I think that because um, generations before us did not have the opportunity to experience this type of outlet. Okay. So that they truly Are really free. had to... They had to rely on God a different way. Mm. Um, I feel like therapy may be seen as an out or a crutch um, to some believers. And that is why they may have a certain view of it. Um, I know at the end of the day, do I think I'll, I don't know how long I'll be on this therapy journey in terms of me seeing one. um, Because you hope to see you know, your clients continue to grow. You give them the skills that they need to move on without you. Mm-hmm. The goal is never to be in, in, as a therapist, is never to have your client feel that they can't do things without you. Okay. It is to get, I'm helping you. We're going to talk about it. I'm going to give you some skills. Mm-hmm. And when you feel like you're ready to move on, we're going to move on. And you can just come see me once a year. You can come see me whenever you feel like you need me. But it's right. never to a continuous thing. Yeah. Right? Um, because we would hope that you're gaining what you need to gain Mm -hmm. and you'll be able to continue to progress. Yeah. Um, I think believers sometimes have this view of you feel like you need it more than God, um, or you can't function with just relying on God. Okay. And it's not that, um, because I know there are some, there, there, there was like a month only due to my schedule, my therapist schedule Mm -hmm. where I couldn't see her. Um, and it was kind of, it was kind of hard for me because I'm like, dang, I don't have time to just <laughs> talk about certain things. But then I remembered that, I remembered that at the end of the day, it is me and God. Yeah. So I'm going to utilize what I've been doing mm-hmm. in therapy, mm-hmm. um, so that I, in my own mind, I'm not using this space yeah. more than I'm using that space with God. God right. And I think that is where some of the church feels this disconnect with therapy. Are you utilizing that more than utilizing your relationship with God? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not that. It's about a balance. Yeah. Okay. Between the two. 
Mm-hmm. I wanted to go off. Um, you said they had to rely on God in a different way than mm-hmm. we do now. Mm-hmm. What did you mean by that? Because I felt it, but I was just like, wow, that that's that's something that it was no out. Like when you think about like slavery, or when you think about Jim Crow era, or when you just think about black too, black parents as well. I feel like <clears throat> their connection because they may not have had the resources. Okay. Um, it's just different. It yeah. looks different. Yeah. Um, if I don't have the resources, but I'm a believer, like I full fledged, like, okay, Lord, like mm-hmm. what am I do? Right. You right, know, right, like right. I feel like their communication probably looked a little bit different. Even when you think about like biblical yeah. times, when you think about the Israelites, um, how they were his chosen people. Um, and they had this ultimate connection with him where they can go and mm-hmm. literally, there were people designated to hear him, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, that looks different from now. It's yeah. not like we follow in a cloud or fire right now. Right. Um, but we have this connection where we can hear him differently. Yes. Um, and so I just feel like that looks differently. Okay. With them. Okay. Okay. Um, for the lack of. Of resources I feel like now we're at an age where we are we have resources but we're weaker okay if that makes sense and the what what type of capacity what do you mean weaker um, as far as what spiritual or in terms of like there's even a scripture that said like we'll be wiser but we'll be weaker right when I think of the generation that I serve okay acknowledge Beyond, because they got access to so much stuff. Right. But they have no culture mechanism. Okay. They don't know how to deal with what they know. Okay. Okay. Um, that makes sense. They were put in a position where I have to just go based off of what mama told me. I have to go based off of what I feel mm-hmm. spiritually. And I feel like we know that we can go based off of our discernment and the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. But we also need a little bit more help okay. in the process. Okay. Which is why I feel like there is this move in therapy. There is this move in life coaching. There is this move in um, just this level of emotional support. Okay, okay. Um, because we are very knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have access to certain things. But I don't. I feel like our coping is a little bit weaker than the generation generations before. before. Okay. Oh, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. And I um, I can, shoot, I can be a witness to that as well by just um, knowing not even more than my parents or just like not knowing more, but just, you know, connected to different things, mm-hmm. right? Connected to different people, connected to different resources, right? Yeah. And being able to like advance in mm-hmm. certain ways and then um, emotionally or just like not being, not um emotionally uh adolescent i i don't know like yeah. i don't even, i don't know how to i don't know what to say you're, being emotional your emotional maturity yes it's, it's not there <laughs> sorry <laughs> they didn't hear that but um i wouldn't even say yeah like as and i and that's when i was going back to the point was like at 24 years ago when my mom was having me she was on a completely different level mm-hmm. like maturity wise mm-hmm. I'm like I'm mature probably in business wise, mm-hmm. but as a person, like as a, um, I'm 
still a kid. I still mm-hmm. feel like I'm a kid. Like, how the heck am I raising? To, uh, uh, how am I going to raise a child right now? That's mm-hmm. why I look at my friends who are mothers and who are married. I'm like, you haven't went through nothing. You haven't went through anything to be able to give them those skills. You know what I, I can't, I'm not gonna, I can't say that. But I'm just saying like, in, in your personal, in my, per, in my personal perspective, mm-hmm. I don't know how I will be able to be a mother right now because I am so like, girl, mm-hmm. I gotta take care of me or mama, how am I supposed to do this? You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm so, <laughs> I'm so dependent on certain mm-hmm. things, um, including my mother, including, you know, that support system mm-hmm. where I'm like, Jesus, yeah, I, don't, I can do it. I can do that right mm-hmm. now, and you bless me to know. I you bless me to know that I know I can't do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because um, people think they can do another stuff. But yeah, <laughs> yes. But that that was really good. Um, and just one last question: mm-hmm. um, What are some resources mm-hmm. that people can find in um, getting getting access mm-hmm. um, to different, you know, women of color or mm-hmm. um, men of color who are mm-hmm. therapists? Mm-hmm. Um, is there any sites or any things or any just anything that you want to be able to give um, to the listeners? Um, definitely, um, go definitely go on Psychology Today. Um, that's how the bulk of my clients find me. Okay. Psychology Today will allow you to look up someone in your area by gender, oh, by um, insurance that they take. Nice. It gives you a, a nice. Um, refining tool to mm-hmm. like kind of narrow down um, who you can, you know, who, who might be a good fit for you. Okay. Um, Black Female Therapist is an Instagram page, and they also have a website where you can find Black Female Therapists. Hey. Um, and What's also up? Therapy for Black Girls, which is a dope entity in itself because mm-hmm. she not only does, um, it's not only a website where you can find um, Black Female Therapists, she also has a podcast. Okay. Her um, Instagram page is full of motivation and um, community in terms of she'll post questions that um, a subscriber or another woman in the community may feel and other people in the community can, like, answer. Okay. Like, to give advice or give um, give their connection to whatever the topic is. To okay. kind of, like, help you continue to navigate. Like, you know what? I'm not by myself. I am not alone in this. Mm-hmm. Um, so that um, is just a, a good community in itself. That's dope. Um, don't be afraid to ask for a referral. You can even ask your physician. I know with my physician, um, she's out in Redford. I have cards for her, so like she'll refer me to like other people um, who may be clients of hers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so don't act, don't you know feel any kind of way if you want to ask your physician for a referral because that's what they're there for. <laughs> um, not just your physical health, but your mental health because your mental health can affect your physical health. Very true. Um, so just, you know, don't be afraid to make that move if you are feeling like after hearing this, like, okay, it is okay. It's also okay to recognize that you are not okay mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, in certain aspects yeah. and to really get help outside. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with help. Doesn't make you weak. It actually makes you strong because you know, um, wow, I really need help in this area and I'm willing to seek it. Mm-hmm. That's good. And so where can people find you on Instagram and um, your website? And how can they um, book with you as well and um, 
do you offer like uh, virtual mm-hmm. sessions and yeah tell us about that absolutely so you can find me at AC like cat the <laughs> therapist <laughs> on Instagram um, I have my link to book with me in my profile um, the website is counseling works PLLC com. I'll say that again counseling works P like Peter LLC.com and you can book with me there. I do do teletherapy, so if you can't make it into our practice, um, we can do virtual sessions. I recently just got my full license, um, and so I'll be taking insurance starting in April. Um, right now, I am private pay, or um, you can use your flex pay if you're in your insurance category. Um, but that is where you can find me. And I look forward to working with you. Awesome. Um, I just want to thank you so much, Aisha, for coming on to the podcast and um, just, like, giving your insight and your perspective on um, what it is to get healed um, mentally and um, just taking that time um, to invest into ourselves. Um, you've definitely shared a lot of your uh, perspective and um, I just hope that um, someone was blessed uh, with this and um, yeah I'm just so thankful to have you on as my friend and I just can't wait um, just for um, things to happen for you I know God has is doing some things in your life and um, I'm just so excited to see and be here and witness um, and yeah thank you so much